This, 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 this is mythical. This episode of Ear Biscuits is brought to you by LootCrate.com slash RetinLink. LootCrate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than 20 bucks a month, you can get six to eight items valued at least $40. That's a pretty good deal. Licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. This is like if I were to try to surprise you with things that I thought that you would like, Link, in a little box every single month. But I feel like that would make our friendship awkward. I, I don't want you to give I'd me that many I'd rather get it gifts. from Loot Crate. Right, yeah. Let, let's not do that. Let's not complicate things. Let's, let's just do it through Loot Crate. Um, this month's theme is spooky slash scary because it's October. Uh, so we're talking like zombie stuff. We've heard that there are exclusive Walking Dead items that will be in the Loot Crate this month. As well as other things. Make sure to head to LootCrate.com slash RetinLink. Enter code RetinLink to save 10% on any new subscription. Now, on with the biscuit. Welcome to Ear Biscuits. I'm Rhett. And I'm Link. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the season finale of season one of Ear Biscuits. What? Uh, more about that and the start of season two at the end of this biscuit. But for now, it is time for another conversation with someone interesting from the internet. And what better way to cap off season one of Ear Biscuits than to talk to the world's most popular YouTuber. He is known as PewDiePie and he is actually in real life known as Felix Sherby. Was did you just was that your that was Ritz attempt at <laughs> like an Alex Trebek pronunciation? Well, I'll, I, I'll tell you how I got it. Okay, it looks to me like it should be said Kajelberg, but I know that's not correct. So we listened to a Swedish person online say his name, and it sounded like Schaubar. So that's how I'm going to say it from now on. Anyway, you've probably heard of him. You've probably seen one of his videos because his videos have been seen. 6.25 billion times. There are about 7 billion people on Earth, to put that into perspective. 31 million plus subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, it's it's pretty mind-blowing. Um, what does Felix do? Well, he plays video games. He does Let's Play games, which is a whole genre of uh, playing through a video game while including the commentary by the gamer. And Felix has a very unique sense of humor and the delivery that you kind of have to experience in video form to fully appreciate. I mean, we are gonna play a clip, but it's it's so visual that it's, it's not gonna make sense, so you're gonna have to go to his channel, but I'll play it anyway. Uh, this is Happy Wheels Part 1. It's got over 15 million views. He's playing the game Happy Wheels, uh, and I think he's chosen a dad and his little son on the back of the bike in this ultra-violent, uh, hilariously odd, video game world. All right, I choose you. I will make you proud some, don't worry. Let's try not get a kid. <laughs> the little kid died, poor kid. Oh no, my bicycle. You can kill my son, but you can't kill my bicycle. So you get a little taste of the uh, the style of humor there. Now, obviously, huge success with all these people who subscribe and all these people who watch. But even in, in the midst of all that success, a good portion of today's traditional media doesn't quite get or isn't incredibly excited about PewDiePie, including Variety's Andrew Wallenstein, who said, quote, he is a gibberish spouting clown who's bringing Western civilization to a screeching halt. Ooh. Okay, so 
we talked to Felix about this. We asked him what he thought about it. We picked his brain about it because, hey, that's an ear biscuit. We also got his backstory and lots of uh, interesting details there. Dropping out of college, his first job flipping burgers, being a harbor captain, meeting his girlfriend through Facebook, and then their awkward first IRL meeting. And we talk about dealing with the immense pressure of being the number one personality on YouTube, including where does he go from here? Here it is, our ear biscuit with PewDiePie. Well, six yeah, times two six is Six times 12. one is 12. Yeah, okay. Why I gotta know math? <laughs> well, yeah, well, you don't why? really have to know math to know that. Mm. One of the things I wanted to pick your brain about was the art of the running commentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys do a lot of that. Well, I mean, we'll go for- But there's two of us. We'll go for 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah but we're talking to each other yeah. as well as the audience. Mm -hmm. um, what's, what's your approach to, I mean, and then you, you also edit your work, so it's yeah. not like- Yeah, it's not old. It's running, not like yeah. it has to be live from start to finish, but, exactly. there's, but there's still this thing of, if I watch the raw footage, mm -hmm. I assume that it would be, for, with any particular game, you're just running commentary uh -huh. just from start to finish. <laughs> No, that's not it at all. Okay. I usually shoot like an hour and maybe I'm active 20 minutes of those. Like I'll save my energy between the times I know that I'm not having to talk. Because I shoot like three three stuff a day and then mm -hmm. I, I get really tired easily. So I'm like, okay. I'll sa save, my, okay. save my energy for uh, when it's time so to we're, do So stuff. we're getting, uh, when we see a video, we're kind of getting the things that you said. Yeah. We're not necessarily getting. No. It's like, oh, I cut out so many funny things, and it, it's no. I was oh. actually just playing the game at that point. <laughs> That's comp. It depends on the game a lot. Like I couldn't tell you exactly how, how it would work. But there's certain games that you'll play the game for 60 minutes straight. Mm -hmm. But then you'll kind of know. Mm -hmm. I'm at this point in the game. I got something. I'm turning it on. Uh, is that yeah. is that what how you're describing it? Yeah. Pretty and much then, nice. okay, that's over. I died or whatever. <laughs> and that was a really funny moment. I know I'm going to edit out there. Yeah. So I can, I'm going to keep playing the game and get back to something or what. I mean, all these mechanics are happening in your mind. I, I guess I just have an idea of, okay, now I have enough material for an editing to, to a video. That's it, literally. But sometimes I do just 10 minutes uncut too, which is really easy and nice. I don't have to edit it. Eh? Mm -hmm. That's the best. Now, is this... You know, because I, I think there's a lot of people who are like, I could do that. I could do that. Well, they probably could. Well, <laughs> but the, the the differences is the, um, one of the differences. We'll, we'll get into mm -hmm. your perception on okay. your success. I mean, we're going to talk about that. But just the idea of the ability to fill space. Uh, I think that's one of the things that has allowed us to do what we do a Good Mythical Morning. It's almost like a radio DJ kind of yeah. uh, aptitude to sort of, oh, but there's, like I said, there's two of us. Mm -hmm. um, so we're kind of constantly playing off each other. Is that something that just characterized your life and your conversation? Like, are you the guy that in public when something is happening, you've got something to say? Are you the guy that when you're watching a movie with a group of people and people, it's one of, like you're watching with your friends and mm -hmm. you're kind of making observations. Are you mm. one of those kind of guys? Only with my close friends, yeah. Like uh, my, with my close friends, I'm like that. But if, if it, people I don't really know that well, I'm just... Like I am right now, pretty chill guy, I would say, yeah. <laughs> Not like in my videos, kind of crazy uh, persona going on. 
but also I, a thing that I notice it's when I have when I play with other people, it's so much easier. I don't have to think about anything. We'll just play, and it comes naturally. Kind of like you, you two play off each other naturally. I right. would say. But when I do alone, I do have to like kind of make an effort, take another step, and that's what I mean with like mm-hmm. spending energy <laughs> to, to heighten yeah those moments. Yeah, you kind of have to, otherwise it gets dull. I would say. Yeah. What's your What's your production like? I mean, you sit down, you schedule time. Okay, mm-hmm. I know I got to get you know two out a day. Yeah. So how scheduled is your time? And mm-hmm. then within that gameplay, yeah, you know when you've got what you want. Yeah. But what are those things that are going through your mind to, to kind of craft? Okay, oh, yeah. I'm turning on, turning. There's so much, so many factors. That's such a hard question. Yeah. Um, it really depends on the episode. Literally, some stuff will take ten minutes to make. Some stuff will take four hours, five hours, six hours. I don't even know. And that kind of that's how I compensate. But I I do try to make two a day, no matter what. So sometimes you have to be creative with it. If, I don't know. You run out of time. Are you? ever thinking i mean is it all as raw and impromptu as it seems yeah (laughs) there's never a okay i played this game before or and i wasn't screen capping it Uh but i kind of (laughs) know if i do it this way this will be funny uh yeah yeah that happens too actually yeah absolutely can you give an example um okay maybe i discovered something in the game that is really funny and then I can deliver the, a line to that in a good timing. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of comedy is just timing. Yeah. So I'll do it again. But do you remember right a recent time, like in a specific game? I think the skate videos. Those are very like edited and cut, and they're really crazy and stupid. So I would say those. But I don't, I don't know exactly the timing. I don't know. But well, and you and you just and you mentioned you know comedy too, mm-hmm. which is which is something that is is interesting to me because I definitely see you as a comedian. I, th- I think when people <clears throat> describe you or write you up, they, they call you a gamer. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, I, I, we get the sense that uh, just when, when, whenever you, when we, you know, we research everyone that comes on the show, and mm-hmm. so we go beyond just watching the, your videos that we, we've Ooh. seen. We, we see what people have said about you and what uh. their perspective is, mm-hmm. and there's a traditional media uh, perspective, uh-huh. which we'll call you a guy who plays games. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been on this platform long enough to know that there's a lot more going on than that. Yeah. So just the, when you said comedy, it was like, okay, all right. That was just a little insight into uh-huh. seeing that I know what I'm doing here. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'm yeah, entertaining yeah. people. I, 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 so is it gamer or comedian or is it comedic gamer or is it? Comedic gamer would make sense. That would probably make more sense. Yeah. Okay, like, well, that's uh, your official title that. now. Yeah, come on, BBC or whoever, <laughs> do these things. <laughs> comedic <laughs> gamer. <laughs> Um, I live in UK, so they always pick something up. That's why. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So let's go back to the beginning of Felix, oh. not PewDiePie, but Felix. Uh huh. So where did you grow up? Tell us about the oh, the Swedish the life. Swedish fjords and the yeah, yeah the fjords. <laughs> we don't have fjords actually. That's Norway. Uh, <laughs> that was a test. <laughs> oh, you got us. You got us. Chocolate. We have a lot of chocolate. Uh, no, I grew up in Gothenburg. Have you heard of that? You've been there? Have you guys been to Sweden? No. no. Have you guys been outside of the States? Yes, we, <laughs> we have. We don't act like it, do we? Uh, <laughs> we have. Wow. But we, we have not been to uh, Northern Europe. So describe the town. I mean, I mean is this a so is this a city? Is it rural? It's is the it... second largest town in Sweden. Okay. And it's we call it Little London because it's always bad weather. Hmm. So, Foggy? 
Yeah, it's very gray, very dark, and very depressing. That's like what we have in Sweden. I'm surprised you guys didn't pick up on that, but like we have depression. That's like our thing. Well, and not only uh, because of the the rain or whatever, but yeah. aren't you really close to the Arctic Circle? And so, so it's dark. Yeah. So, is there a period of time during the year where it's just the it's days just dark are all super the time. Yeah, dark yeah, yeah. all the time? No, 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 not all the time. But like, it's. I'd rather prefer they're dark all the time because. Like how how short do the days get in winter time? Uh, eight till maybe sun goes down. Like it gets dark at three or four. That's Ooh. like the worst. Yeah. Wow. So it's basically like the time that you would typically be go in school. Work. Yeah. Exactly. So you go home and it's dark. You go to school and it's dark. So it's like, I don't know. I, I'm. So I, it's weird. I shouldn't talk bad bad, bad about where I come from, but uh, once you leave your your hometown bubble, I would kind of call it, mm-hmm. and you see the world in a more open space. I, I just felt like, what's the point of going there? <laughs> I was like, okay, that was nice. I spent some years there, but like, there's a whole new world. But you spent the formative years, you know. Yeah. And, and so I, I mean, what I should the, be more grateful. But, but no, but no, but just whether you should be grateful or not, mm-hmm. that's up to you. But was there that sense yeah. that this is a bubble I want to get out of? I no, mean, not until I got out, out of the bubble, okay. I realized, yeah. In retrospect. Yeah. So what was so. what was childhood like? I mean, did you, what did your parents do? Uh, my mom was actually CEO of the year. She's like a businesswoman hmm. in Sweden. Of, my, of what? Like what type of business? Uh, she would do all the IT for this uh, retail company. Okay. Yeah. Kapol, so, it's kind of like H&M. No, okay. Yeah. For older people. Okay. <laughs> CEO of the year was this like a like a Swedish award? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it's pretty good. Proud of her. Business business, business woman, woman big mom, time. and then same with my dad, literally. And uh, he was a CEO too. Yeah. And then uh, what kind of company was he CEOing? It would, they do like stuff that monitor how much internet you're using and stuff. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they they made me kind of. I, I was in the stage where I'm like, I don't know what to do with my life. Like all YouTubers, I feel like. Uh, from a young age. Uh, well, yeah, like before YouTube or whatever. I would say not from a young young age. I wouldn't. I knew I wanted to do games from a young age. I would say. That's so you. Thing, hmm. thing I knew from all. And and in what capacity? Like make games. Yeah, I wanted to make games. Yeah, that was my dream. Okay, but uh, it, that just disappeared. I went in my teenage years, and I'm I'm like I don't care about anything, <laughs> like typical teenager. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I went to the same school that my parents went, and I just realized this is not for me. College, college at university. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But so you went to college mm. thinking that you were going to one day I'll be a CEO of a company just like yeah. my parents. So yeah. basically, like businessy yeah. studies. Well, it's a very broad education. Um, so I, I, they kept telling me like, oh, you can do other stuff, you can do whatever you want, but I, I just didn't see it, and I couldn't relate to my classmates at all. Like, hmm. to them, like video games, what is that? Is that something people do? And I don't know. That's like my one thing. If if I talk to people and mm-hmm. and they like, I can't talk to them. That's like my only thing. <laughs> it's like my only subject. Like when I get a haircut, you talk to your hairdresser. And it's like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I play video games for a living. And it's like, oh, yeah, I used to love Super Mario. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh-huh. That's it. That's as far as our conversation goes. But in, so in college, no, you, that, yeah. you were spending most of your time playing video games. You were like, yeah. What, was it like an obsession, I guess you'd Oh, say? yeah. I was so into 
a cliche world of warcraft like everywhere. really <laughs> yeah i i spend probably too much time on that game to to the uh did it you know kind of cause your social life to go away or yeah you... i would say so really yeah i took over my life i would say almost really? were, yeah. were you even school for a while so you were mm-hmm. i mean you were into video games that insulated you was were there any other factors personality wise like would you were you an introverted not really Maybe a little bit, but not that much, no. So you just like games. I just like games, yeah, and I I have, I have so much fun. <laughs> I have, like great memories. A lot of people are like, "Oh, so that's so sad," but I'm like, "No, I had an amazing time. That was great." <laughs> like, right. yeah, I don't know. So, did you? At what point did you? Did the YouTube videos start uh, for you? In was that after college or? It was during college. During college, yeah, my second year. Um, I was kind of ready to drop out of college no matter what happened because hmm. I, I just didn't like it anymore. I liked it in the beginning because it was math and physics. I can do that. But when you have to learn stuff that you don't care about, I'm like, no. Okay. <laughs> so then what did you, when you were about to drop out, what were uh, you thinking about doing? Like getting a job or? I got a job at a burger shop. I fried some burger for a while, two weeks was this like a McDonald's like, scenario? Uh, no, I had my my own kind of like a, a street tr- thing. You like had a, a you had a cart? No, I, <laughs> I would love that. that. Would be awesome. A burger but, cart? <laughs> no, it wasn't a burger. It was kind of like a tiny shop, uh, like, like a, a kiosk. Yeah, like a kiosk. That that's it. That you re- owned? No, no. But I worked alone there. Yeah. There, okay. There was so this was old like... guy who used to work there, and he wanted someone to take over it. So he's like, "You work here now." And you made burgers. I I flipped them burgers. Yeah. And that yeah. was that was I'm you I'm done with college I'm out uh, I'm gonna do burgers. What, so yeah, what, my my parents they weren't really too excited about me dropping out of college. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I what what was that conversation like? Uh, it was pretty bad because <laughs> I I still did YouTube at that time, but no, not even me saw that as something sustainable or that could be something. I don't, I, I couldn't even make money out of it at that time. Right. I think so. So do I, you, so you tell me about that conversation, mom, dad. <laughs> it was my. I remember it with my dad specifically. Okay. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember the words. I just remember the disappointment and like you're, you're gonna have to get a job. We're not gonna help you with anything. They used to. They had. They were paying my rent. Uh, because I got. Ah, it's a long story, but yeah, they were paying my rent, and so they're like, we're cutting that off and all this stuff. It was a pretty drastic change, but uh, for me, it was the right choice. Like, I didn't want to keep going with it, so I... But all you knew was, I don't want to do school. This yeah. is going to disappoint my parents, mm-hmm. and yeah, I it guess... it was a pretty dumb decision. I'll just... <laughs> like, I'll be honest, it was probably pretty dumb to do, but... What, was YouTube part lucky. of the plan, or was it just burgers and I, I'll get it together later? Honestly, I, I think YouTube was in the back of my head. I wanted it to work out, but it just seemed so far off. Like well, it seemed were, impossible. What were there? Who were you looking at? Were there people playing video games and it becoming yeah. their job by that point? What was this 2010? Uh, it must have been. Yeah, 2010. Yeah, I mean there were some big ones like Ray William Johnson and Shane Nelson, and it was really big. And I knew they were making a living out of it, but like there was no big the gamer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nobody was doing a let's play format that was like really well known at that time. Yeah, no, no, it was more of a sub thing to do. I would say. Call of Duty was big. That was it. Machinima or whatever. That kind of stuff. That was big. That was it. So literally the Machinima channel. Yeah, that was it. That was a big gaming mm-hmm. channel. That was the best. And, and one. 
at the time in 2010, would they have personalities on Machinima that? Would, yeah. Okay, I would. Like, yeah, who, yeah, they promoted a lot of personalities for through there. That's so. The who was that? Who would that have been at the time? Cnanners, you know him? Oh, Cnanners. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But were, you were looking at Cnanners playing Call of Duty, uh huh, and you were thinking just in the back. You, you didn't tell your dad, mm-hmm. but in the back of your mind, you were like, "I've got my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I've been doing. I've been. I've been playing my games." Yeah. <laughs> This could happen. Yeah. So, th- so then what was, your, what was your approach? You're like flipping the burgers. I was flipping burgers. And thinking to yourself, <laughs> when I get home, this is my next video. Was it like really calculated? Yeah. yeah. Really. Yeah, it was. Uh, so the reason also I, I, I met my girlfriend, Matsya. She's from Italy. Mm-hmm. We had just been talking online and she wanted to come and see me because I'd seen her one time. And I needed some money for that, so obviously I like I had to take the job and the rent and all that stuff. Okay, so, so you met her, yeah, before any of the YouTube stuff happened. Yeah. All right. Well, then, so give us the details of that. <laughs> this happened. Yeah, it was. Uh, you met her through during my summer break. Yeah, from college. My freshman my, year. <laughs> my extended vacation. Long. Yeah, exactly. Uh, second year. Yeah, and she. Uh, we met online. She wrote me on Facebook, and I'm like, this girl is pretty hot. Did you have a mutual friend or something? So the story behind it is that her friend emailed uh, a video of mine to her, uh-huh. and the email in the email it said, look at this idiot playing video games. In it, the, so <laughs> it, like literally, that's <laughs> what it said. Yeah, she showed it to me. <laughs> that's but, what, in and how, but how many views, yeah, how many views did that have at that time? 20,000. Okay, so it wasn't like, oh, this guy's just playing this game with himself and three people are watching. It was like, okay, this guy is one of the the many people who are doing this format and he's got he's getting a little bit of no, traction. The thing was uh I did these scary montages. Like I I, I mm-hmm. added in together this um uh, compilation of me being scared in a video game. Yeah. And people really liked that. Like that was probably what got my channel going and i don't think a lot of other people were doing that i think that i finally like i started doing all this machinima thing like trying to be scene editors and all these other commentators that were talking about call of duty and all that stuff but like trying to be an expert yeah exactly and then uh, i i I randomly tried this horror game and it just people responded to to it right away like the first the first time ever people were like we want more of this uh-huh. like that never happened before there were people who were watching but no one really cared and, and how how big did it get uh i think i got like a thousand subscriber one night over one night which was like jesus christ what just yeah. happened because like, uh-huh. I, I think i was featured somewhere in some some stuff so yeah those things would go a little viral not like crazy but and this was before before the burger stand or after? It was during the burger stand. Okay, so this <laughs> was stand. this was after you quit college. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to figure out how much traction you had on YouTube I before think, you I remember, quit I college. Had, I had thirty thousand subscribers. Okay, yeah. so so you had yeah. made some of the montages. Yeah. And I mean, so, okay, I've this... been making videos for a year. That's it. When you made the decision to edit together the the scares, yeah, and it worked. Mm-hmm. What was your mentality at the time? Were you like, I gotta, I gotta make this work. Yeah. You know, I see it working elsewhere. Yeah. I gotta try some things. Mm-hmm. What other things did you try before? Uh, no. The, the I, scare I did, montage. I did the same old, same old. I don't. 
the the difference was that I got my partnership, and that way I felt like okay, I'll have to put more effort in consistency and make sure there's a video going out every day or whatever. Okay. Yeah, and that was it. And so That's you start difference. you start to get some traction. Mm-hmm. People are liking your videos, mm-hmm. but one girl doesn't like your videos. She thinks it's ridiculous, and she emails it to your future girlfriend. Yes. And it's, look at this idiot playing video games. Uh-huh. Was it a montage video? It was a montage video, yeah. Penumbra. And then how did that go from a Facebook message exchange to You a... were in Sweden. She was in Italy. Yeah. Yeah, let's meet. Oh, so we met early summer, and then I was working at the harbor at the time. Uh, harbor captain. It's a little more prestigious than flipping burgers. What does that entail? <laughs> oh, I, I uh, just tell boats where to go when they arrive in the harbor. So, like, you stand on the shore and point? I, I got I got a boat myself. So, I'll, like a mini boat. Really? Rib. rib. Or, do you know ribs? No? Well, yeah. A slab of ribs? <laughs> like barbecue ribs? No, They're I called think, ribs. I don't know. A, probably a little like boat. A, like a dinghy. Like a skiff? We call that a dinghy. I don't, dinghy skiff, that doesn't tell me anything. It's a little, it's a little, uh, yeah. uh, it's a inflatable boat, but yeah. it's hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's it. So, you... This is exciting. You were the harbor captain? I was the harbor. I got fired, though. <laughs> oh, okay. All Why'd right. Why'd you get fired? <laughs> uh, because, well, many reasons, but uh, uh, it was this giant boat called GoldenEye. <laughs> they called in, and they're like, we oh, want to wow. come uh, We want to come this week and everything. And it, This is kind of a small harbor that it would t- we took care of, but it seemed like a cool thing, and we have bigger boats there every once in a while, so I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll set you up. I'll... I'll Book this space for you and Goldeneye. Goldeneye was coming, and uh, I forgot to take his contact details, and it turned out that he couldn't come, and he came anyway, and it became a mess. It's like an international incident. Uh, no, 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 where did you put such a big boat if there was? Oh, a we room just for had him? to move a bunch of people. It was kind of like a bad thing. So my, my boss wasn't. She's like, you can't handle this responsibility. You know. I'll have to go. No more harbor captain for you. No more harbor Did you have like a uniform? I did. With a hat? It was so cool. (laughs) We we both are picturing the hat, just so you know. (laughs) Yes, there was a hat. Was there a knot somewhere on the hat? Like a sailor knot? Around, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, really? A tassel. Uh, Yeah, a tassel that goes around. Like the love boat captain. Wow. Yeah. He went good. all the way. I lost it all. Like I had it all, but I, I <laughs> lost it. But I think it was a good thing because I think like everyone, every like I think in my brain, it's kind of like when boys play guitar, like all the girls go crazy. It's kind of like harbor captain, all the girls. He's like, the harbor like, captain. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's so handsome. He that rides boat. around on a rib. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so maybe it was better off because I met my girlfriend. We're like, I focus on her instead. And so how did she came to the harbor? No. She was on so the gold I, I made enough money from that job uh, by the end of it, even though I got fired. I made enough to have, afford uh, going to see her. How, how long had you guys been talking or dating Two months, digitally? Two and a half months. Okay. Oh. So like 10 weeks, and then you're like, I'm, I'm coming to you, baby. <laughs> I'm coming, baby. What's up? So what was that first meeting like? <sighs> so awkward. It was awkward? It was awful. It was like the most painful train ride of my life. Um, like, yeah. what do you mean? She got on a train with you? Oh, yeah. So she met me at the airport, and there's no. We had to take a train back, and it was just like, ooh, it was. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. It was like terrible. And her friend was, sorry, her friend was there too. The friend that wrote that message. 
the email. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, ma- the unintentional matchmaker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this idiot's on a train now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so why was it awkward? Uh, well, I guess the whole thing when, when like you, 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 th- you really like someone and then you haven't even met them in person. Like that's a weird thing, right? I would think think so, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a weird thing, and and it, and it felt weird the first time we met. But then, once we uh, got back to her house, I I got to meet her parents as well. They don't speak any English, of oh. course. I had practices like one sentence in Italian too, make sure I nailed it. Like all the train, uh, all the train. I I'm like, mi piace de conoscerti or whatever. It's like nice to meet you or something. Uh-huh. And then I I shake their hand. I'm like, mi piace the <laughs> it's like the worst thing I, I don't even know and i'm assuming that you guys were communicating in english yeah exactly okay yeah and then yeah the parents didn't speak well it. but in you and matia mm-hmm. were communicating yeah, yeah, in yeah, english yeah uh and how how was that going what how was her english oh, at the time it's <laughs> really bad oh yeah italians don't uh, they don't have good english no <laughs> i literally had to wait like 20 minutes between each message like i it wasn't like she was trying to play a game or something with me like <laughs> she literally had to figure out go to google but, translate yeah yeah in uh, she even told me later like she made her friend like make sure that it was all correct then yeah and then she would hit send yeah oh wow so okay so that made the the in-person conversation even that much more difficult <laughs> yeah i guess was the friend a translator Maybe I'm dating her friend like all along. <laughs> like, no, yeah, she was. She was, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Th- so, but then you overcame the awkwardness, mm-hmm. and it's not. It it seems like that things are going well. Yeah, for the two yeah. of you. I mean, honestly, you're, you're, you're yes. living together. Yeah, making videos together. Yeah. As soon as we we were alone, it, it was it was fine. The awkwardness Ooh. went away. We. Shared a little kiss and the awkwardness went away with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get that out of the way. Yeah. And then there was a long distance relationship. And then at some point over the yeah. past few she, years, you decided to. No, literally, we we realized that we liked each other so much that we wanted to stay together. But we YouTube wasn't really working at the time either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how the h- would I do that? I right. probably couldn't even afford going there. So she decided she would come to me. She just finished school. So we we moved out to the the slums of Gothenburg, and uh, we stayed there for a year. Okay, and that yeah. And so that year, the mm-hmm. year uh, when she moved up there, I'm assuming that that was the year that things began to kind of catch on YouTube. I mean, yeah, absolutely. That's okay. when it so, all happened. So, so, so tell went, us about that year. Well, it went so fast. I remember all of a sudden it it just got so much attention. All, all the stuff I was doing. People seemed to care all of a sudden. Uh, That's how it felt? All uh, of no, a sudden? No, it wasn't all of a sudden. It just, it, it was very drastically going upwards, everything. In right. A good, in a good pace. And I realized if this keeps up, then I got something going on here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in July of 2012, you reached a million subscribers. Two months later, uh-huh. you doubled that to <laughs> two million subscribers. Yeah, I don't even know what happened in, there. In 2012. So, Leading up to the July 2012, what what was it that got that first million? Was it consistency of the same thing? Was it more of the montages? What what really got you off the ground? I would say um, consistency, doing my horror stuff, because not a lot of people were doing that. I, I found something that was kind of unique, mm-hmm. a unique concept. Was it the 
you were playing games other people weren't playing or you were oh, just yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone to... was doing the call of duty stuff like right. every, yeah everyone was doing the same old boring stuff so i i picked the games that were dumb and stupid mm-hmm. that you can make fun of and that made like bad games makes for funnier videos right well like, it's kinda were, like were you it's... one of the first guys to to play happy wheels uh well i wasn't in no. that way uh, I wasn't one of the first, no, but I, I think I definitely helped making it so popular. I would say that at least. Right. Yeah. But that that was your approach to even yeah. Happy games Wheels definitely that. helped that extra million, like people, because I kept doing horror stuff, and I realized, oh, this is exhausting. I have to be scared like every day. It's just like <laughs> it, it, uh-huh. it was like emotionally like hard to go through that, and. YouTube should be fun, so I'm like, I can't keep doing this. This is ridiculous, and literally, it's funny because. People hated Happy Wheels the first time I did it. They were like, what the hell is this? This is not yeah. horror. We we don't like this. Go away. You changed and all that. And then it turned out to be my most successful series ever. So you shouldn't always listen to what they say. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. But you kept doing the horror and just added to it. It wasn't like a replacement. No, I kept doing the horror, yeah. I guess the thing was like, every, you remember everyone kept doing like different channels, like yeah. different channels for everything. So I was like, should I make a different channel for... These are the things, but I'm glad I didn't. I think mm-hmm. that's also a thing that helped me. Mm-hmm. I do everything in one. I do my Friday. Mm-hmm. My, my, I do a lot of different things. And I, I'm what, not like only a gamer. And, and so once it started to, to take off um, and you were doing regular videos and you were trying different things, um, just tell us about the mindset during that time of seeing it begin to work, uh, was there a shift at some point where it was just like, uh oh, uh, this isn't this is bigger than I expected, and I'm not exactly sure how to manage it. Uh huh. Yeah, but not until like a couple million subscribers. I would right. say I don't know. It sounds weird saying that, but uh, I felt like I had pretty decent control over it for a while. But just after a while, I realized like I can make a video saying, "Okay, guys, I'm going on vacation now." I won't be making videos for a week and there will still be videos complaining why there's that's there will still be people complaining that there's no videos. I, I feel like mm-hmm. I can't reach my audience no matter what. Like I can't reach all of them. Hey guys, we just wanted to break in for a few seconds and tell you about our sponsor, meundies.com slash retinlink. Me undies. Undies as in underwear. Yes. But Link, these are not ordinary underwear. Oh, I know. Super comfortable, they look incredible, they're antimicrobial, they're moisture wicking. You need that. They, they're made with flat lock stitching. This is the most comfortable stitching technique in the industry and they are made with lensing modal. Yes, that is a thing. It is extracted from beech wood trees. If you want <laughs> beech wood trees on your bum, in your underwear, you need to get me undies. It just, basically that means they're incredibly soft. And all this is done in a completely environmentally responsible way. I, I'm blown away by these things. You're like geeking out I, over. I like underwear. when things are done well, but I would say this is underwear done perfectly. I'm not making well, it up. Well, that's what they say too. So, okay, like, you're just right. agreeing with yes, them. Yes, I am. I agree. It is perfect underwear. Rhett's geeking out. You you be the judge. Uh, go to meundies.com/slash/retinlink and get twenty percent off your first order. Free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. You don't have to go to a store to buy them. That's the great thing. I don't like buying underwear in a store. I feel judged. Like, oh, yep. he's you a brief man. It's like, don't ask me about it, dude. Yeah, just, just make it happen over the internet. And why are they even called briefs? I mean, 
they last a while. 20% off your first order, meundies.com slash Rhett and Link. Free shipping to the US and Canada. Back to the biscuit. There's that level, which I think, you know, a lot of full-time YouTubers reach, which, you know, in September of 2012, when you're breaking two million subscribers, and then by 2013, you got three and a half million subscribers, you're still in kind of this, okay, full-time YouTuber, super popular, top of the charts kind of place. Yeah. Uh, everyone now knows who I am yeah. and what I do, but it's comparable. And then it goes through the stratosphere from 3.5 million subscribers to 19 million subscribers <laughs> in the same year. I mean, uh -huh. I've established I'm horrible at math, but I'm talking <laughs> 15.5 million subscribers in a year. So it, it's a new, you know, I, I can understand the full-time YouTuber problem of, okay, I, I can no longer reach my audience. Mm -hmm. But then you reached a point by the end of that year that was, I can no longer fathom <laughs> my audience. <laughs> yeah, and that's a good point, yeah. Do you remember a moment when that hit you? When it when it turned into, maybe it's a loss of control or? I don't know. It's, it's like when stuff happens online, you see the numbers and, and all that stuff, but you don't really get the same impression of what it is. Like it's not like I don't really go out in in the middle of the street and get mobbed and stuff like that. So it's hard to realize that it it is actually this many people who click subscriber or, mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, so I don't know. It was it it took me a while to really right. grasp that. I would probably say when I went to Singapore and I there was really like hundreds of people waiting in the lobby. Because they knew was I that was an there. event? Yeah, what? it was like a, a social star awards or something like that. Okay, it's like, hey, you want to go to Singapore? Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> and apparently, I have a lot of fans in Singapore, which I I didn't even could ever imagine. And then all of a sudden, I go down to like get a new key for my my door because it wasn't working, and then there's like, hundreds of fans waiting in the lobby, it's just screaming at you. And I guess that's when it hit me, like. This is, did they tackle much. you? I mean, how in, uh, <laughs> how intense did it get in Singapore? No, they were sweet. They were cute. They they wouldn't tackle me. I mean, maybe. But you were. But you went to get your key. Yeah. You you went to do it like a twenty second exercise. Yeah. And it sounds like a it lot may longer. Have, yeah. May have taken like <laughs> yeah. a few hours to no, get back to the room. No, they wouldn't. Still, they wouldn't let me stay down there. They were like, they the guards pulled me off pretty quickly, and they they're just looking at me like, what, what, who the are you? And at that <laughs> at that point. I guess uh, that point, yeah. Did you realize my life is not normal? Yeah, definitely. Anymore? I would say that point, yeah. That's a good point. And were you like, oh, this is cool. I'm ready to ride this way. Where I was like, I didn't know that this was part uh, of it. <laughs> bit of both, I would say, yeah. It's a bit it's a bit of responsibility having so many people watching you. and uh, I, It's cool, like meeting fans on the street and stuff like that. That's an awesome, good, good ego boost, right? <laughs> but when you, but, uh, yeah. but it had to have felt like a blindside for it to happen over the course of a year. I mean, to break thirty million mm. subscribers, to become the number one, to surpass Smosh. If you look at how long it took Smosh, mm. I mean, it was a longer ramp up for the two of them. Yeah, that they got more time to process it. I would assume so. Yeah. That for you, what happened to them over many years, and then they kind of just okay. I'm known, I'm, we're growing as YouTube grows. Then out of like left field, 
you come in <laughs> out of nowhere yeah. over the course of a year yeah and you're you're blowing past them and everybody else mm. and it had to have been well like a I, like you were uh, I, a surprise i wasn't yeah of course i was in italy at this time too and hmm. no one watches <laughs> youtube that well some probably someone watching this listening to this is like <laughs> Italy represent. <laughs> How dare you? No, there there are a few. Uh, but yeah, no. So I was literally shut off from the world there. Like they they barely even have internet. So I, I felt like I was pretty shut off from all of it. I saw the numbers. I kind of got what it mean, but I never really felt it. So I, I never felt too much for it. And I still don't feel like it's that big of a thing. I don't think so. Well, and that's, you know, that's something I want to unpack a little bit is the... <clears throat> Uh, you don't seem like a guy who is like, I did this uh, so I could become the most popular YouTuber in the world. Mm -hmm. um, but it has happened. And as much as you might want to say like, you know what, I'm just, you know, I'm just Felix. I, I'm, a, I'm a normal guy who this happened to. That may be true. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is that you're, you're not normal, right? Your life will never be normal. Uh, the amount of the Let's amount of people who know who you are, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess are a so. fan or mm -hmm. have an opinion about what you do. Yeah, do you do you stop and think about that aspect? Mm -hmm. Are you just like, nah, I'm just gonna, I'm just kind of, I'm just gonna kind of be here, and I'm just a normal guy, and I'm trying to be like that, but it's it's hard to not get caught up in what you just said, like with all the things. I think especially when, like, I. For example, a couple weeks ago, I decided to turn off the comments because it was just too yeah. much spam and mm -hmm. it got picked up as a news story and it just got right. spread out everywhere. Like ev it seemed like a lot of people covered it and that it's kind of made me feel like, okay, like why do so many people care that I turn off the comments? To me, it's like not even that big of a deal, but apparently now like I'm, I'm, I'm in the spotlight, like I'm. Um, people pay attention to what I do in a, in a way that I never imagined. It's kind of crazy, and that's that's kind of scary to me. Right, like, like, that's so, kind of weird. Like, why do people care? Why I don't get it. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I don't mean, want people to care in that way. No. Well, it, it, just kind of rehash your reasons. Uh huh. Uh, oh, uh, the main reason is that it's so easy to write comments on YouTube, and I feel like people just write a lot of gibberish, mm -hmm. like first or, haha, <laughs> okay, cool all these things they don't really mean anything to me mm -hmm. it's just words mm -hmm. i can't words out of context i can't really place it as anything so by turning off the comments and making people having to reach out to me in a different way it cuts out that fat like those that, that thing so all of a sudden i got comments from people who made the extra effort to write something that was thoughtful yeah thoughtful and meaningful and uh, i missed that it was a hard decision to make. Like I try to find a different solution for so long with other things and it just didn't work out. And I was kind of hoping for YouTube to kind of fix it a little bit. Make some, right. like if I can turn off top comments, I'd probably keep it, I would say. Mm -hmm. Top comments is the biggest issue. Okay. Because people seem to exploit it and, and I don't want to give them that liberty to mm. do that. And it's it's bad for my community too when, when there's a bunch of gibberish up there. And now you're sending people over to broarmy.net? Is that yeah, still happening? I'm doing that now, yeah, in the forums, yeah. Um, to me, there's another aspect of this that my observation is you said that it opened your eyes to the 
what your popularity really means when you make a decision and not only is it YouTube-centric people talking about it. Yeah, exactly. And, and YouTube it themselves. Yeah. But it's the press at large. Yeah. It seemed to be that opened your eyes, whereas it sounds like what went into the, to the decision was you uh, as a creator making a decision and well, this is how, this is what I need from comments. This is my interaction with my fans. Yeah. This is the experience I want to have. Yeah. But it wasn't. This is this is what it means politically. You know, from a <laughs> like a from a uh, creating wave standpoint. I'm not. You weren't taking a a stand as like no. protesting comments no, in just, general. Yeah. Just, you were just a creator making a decision for yourself. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't really but it feels like, does it feel like there's an extra weight to every decision you make oh, now? Oh, yeah, yeah. There, I would love to be number two. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't like the extra spotlight. Like, like that's not, it's not what I did YouTube. I don't care mm-hmm. about attention or anything. I'd rather just, like, I, that's also comes with the comments. Like, I would just enjoy making videos and have a, having a connection with my fans. That's what I get a kick out of. Yeah. Anything else is doesn't it doesn't mean anything to me. So uh, I I just don't really care about it. One of the positive things of uh, kind of realizing to use your own word it, the you were doing a vlog about the charity uh that you were promoting that was the water charity. Yeah. Sorry, it's well, what charity, charity water? Charity water, yeah. Charity water. I just said it backwards. <laughs> I um, did that too somebody. As as you were even given a vlog talking about that, you use the word power. You know, like mm-hmm. I get, you know, I found that I th- this channel and having an audience is power. Yeah, and you want to use. I think you, that's you an put example. power. You did put power in quotes in air quotes. I don't know if I said that, but <laughs> no, you you did say you you were, but you were kind of uh, you were acknowledging that I guess there, I've got some uh, power. Yeah, so pretty, you weren't saying awesome. you know you, you were kind of making light of it, but yeah. it is true. Yeah, it is. I noticed that early, especially there was these like. King of the Web, did you guys do that? King no, but Web? familiar with it, yeah. Yeah, that, that you know, you pull a lot of traffic, a lot of votes to this uh, thing, and you could, wouldn't be able to do that without uh, some kind of quotation mark power. Right. And I was like, why not use that quotation mark power for something good? What does the pressure feel like? I mean, are there moments of fear or tremendous pressure that... I have to get away or I mean there is pressure of making videos every day I would say because you you don't really have that energy to do it every day I, everyone has a bad day I'm saying so some days but yeah no I I love it I, I love what I'm doing it's so easy I play video games for a living so it's not that complicated I would say <laughs> do you have um aspirations um to you know, translate this success that you're experiencing right now into something bigger from an entertainment standpoint, uh, or is it just like you know? I listen, guys. It's simple. I just want to play games. I want to connect with the, with my bros. Yeah. Uh, or is it like no, no, no? I've got the there's the PewDiePie movie. There's the PewDiePie <laughs> book. There's yeah. the PewDiePie media empire. I, I haven't really used any of that like media empire. I probably should. Like I I sell some T-shirts and I think that's it. <laughs> uh i don't know that doesn't interest me but at the same time like you said i just want to i just want to connect with my brothers i want just want to play video games that's that's it like that's what i want to do but at the same time i'm not going to be able to do that forever uh you know Mm -hmm. there's no way so obviously 
Well, why do you say that? But I, I'm already like you. You mentioned all the anxiety and pressure or whatever. There is a lot of pressure. There is definitely, and it's. I just know I can't do it for too long. I, I like just, keep up the daily two videos a day. That yeah, creation. That well, not only that, but like being in the spotlight and all that. That pressure. It's it's kind of exhausting. I would say. Yeah. Um, it's not somewhere I want to be all the time. For, well, for too long either. Have you have you thought about implementing some uh, some strategies? Like, okay, well, <laughs> maybe I should get an editor. Yeah, yeah, I, I've thought about that. Yeah. But, but you haven't yet. I haven't, no. Um, I everything is going so fine. I don't want to like mess with it. <laughs> like, no, I get that. Yeah. Um, the thing we didn't talk about when we talked about your incredible rise to fame was how do you explain it? You're not. You're not the only mm-hmm. guy doing mm-hmm. uh, let's play video. You're not yeah. the only guy who's making funny commentary, yeah. right? How, how? What is your best? explanation as to why you are the one that sort of separated himself from the pack i i mean i wish i had a good answer but it's such a complicated thing to try to explain i know a lot of people love to make it simplified like they'll say oh well he he's swedish or like oh yeah well he got famous out of these montages or whatever but it's so many factors into one thing i would say Mm -hmm. so you can't really just say that um i would say that um I, consistency that I had that's like people really responded to that having a close connection with my fans which I had from from the beginning I feel like um, doing something unique which kind of lifted me up from this huge market of <laughs> market but of gamers mm-hmm. right and uh, being a u- unique persona I would say that's that's all it takes do you think another factor is what's going on underneath the hood of YouTube and how uh, it works, even though I, yeah, I think the I got, algorithm. I got a lot of free from YouTube. <laughs> I feel like, okay, well, like once my channel reached a certain point, I didn't have to change much or improve much to uh, for it to keep growing. Uh-huh. It, it, it exponentially grew a lot more, even though I wasn't doing anything for it. Like I feel like I was riding a three freeway from YouTube because all of a sudden I'm featured here and there and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I have YouTube to thank definitely. I feel like oh, I don't know, it just happened that way. Mm-hmm. And we're not really I'm, I'm none lucky. of us are privy to how that works. We can just observe that it is working. Yeah. But it but it was you know it's not something I consciously like did or anything like that. I also moved. You from, weren't mailed some sort of. <laughs> algorithm handbook no a lot of, uh, like i moved from code. i moved from sweden to italy and a lot of people thought okay well he was featured on the swedish front page and the italian front page at the same time but no there's only football on the italian front page right i, I was never featured anywhere else and there's no no nothing like that i i don't know like i don't all of a sudden like so many people i don't understand how is it even possible yeah i look at the numbers and like thousands of people hit subscribe every day like how, how the f- is that possible <laughs> <laughs> I can't make sense out of it. YouTube must be helping somehow, I feel like. I can't give myself too much credit. Now, let's talk about, uh, you know, the perception of traditional media. Now, first of all, traditional, you know, journalists and traditional media, they don't understand YouTube, period, yeah. right? They're getting it more and more. But Yeah, there's a certain kind of... But specifically, you know, okay, 2013, uh, the Variety article by Andrew 
uh, Wallenstein about you. <laughs> I think the, ti- oh the title of the article was something along the lines of, if this is YouTube's top talent, we're all doomed, yeah, right? Yeah, I remember that. He described your videos as aggressive stupidity <laughs> and psychobabble. I love um, that psychobabble. It's, it's kind of true, I would say. <laughs> so yeah, what's your response to, to that, that perspective? I mean, that's very... I, I would say maybe not him specifically, but I feel like a lot of traditional media are very naive to the approach, the way they approach it. Uh, it's a lot more than just like psychobabble. What yeah. would you, if if that guy was here, mm-hmm. would you be willing to say, well, let's watch this video and, and what would you tell him? Um, well, I mean, I, what I would tell anyone from, from old media is the reason why... YouTube is so successful is because we have a close connection with our with our fans. Like we engage with them in a different way that isn't possible with old media. It's just people watch YouTube in a different way, and it's more engaging and it's more entertaining. Entertaining that way. Well, way. Yeah. I don't. Right. We we don't have that wall between the viewer and the, the creator, like in in, in TV. It doesn't, that's, that's the success behind it, I would say. Like, no one would care about watching someone play video games, right? Like, why would anyone watch that? It doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you watch someone else play a video game? But maybe you watch your, your friend sitting next to a couch playing video games. That's pretty fun, right? That, that's more entertaining. Right. And it's kind of like that. You, you sit next to me in, in a couch and we play video games together and I, 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 make psychobabble to it well you know it's interesting because that is a, that is a principle at work um there i think everybody can relate everybody of a certain age can relate to going over to the guy's house who was good at mm-hmm. the game yeah you know the guy who was good at the game the guy who <laughs> had guy. it guy i wasn't that sub- guy <laughs> he had a subscription to nintendo like our, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. our guy was like chad uh landrum was that his name oh yeah you know who had a subscription to Nintendo Power, you know. Holy, and no, I, I had that. That was that was amazing. And, and but he was, you know, yeah, he he was knowledgeable. But there was no friend who was hilarious, and I was laughing at him or entertained. I think that's an interesting aspect of yeah, that. It's the two principles meeting. It's it's something yeah, that it is, yeah. you know is probably the common denominator in terms of interest amongst uh, a, a whole generation, right? And then. They want to sit down and they want to watch that dude play that game. And you know what? If he's really funny, that's that's even better. I think when you really think about it, it totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, how do you feel, even from the from the gaming community perspective? How do you feel being essentially the ambassador <sighs> of that community? Oh. You're oh. the guy that everyone on earth goes and plays video games with. <laughs> I, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess I am. It's kind of weird. I need I need to step up my game. What is this? <laughs> so much pressure now. Um, I mean, it's cool. It's awesome. I like it. I mean, do, but do you want to shift from being that the most entertaining friend on the couch to the spokesman and the role model? Um. Maybe a bit of both. Why not? Have you had pressure to clean up your content for kids? I I like to do it, but at the same time, I feel like I shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I, like it's pro- like I, I cuss a lot in my videos. I don't know why. It's it comes with the video gaming, I guess. 
and and I made attempts to try and tone that down, but it just doesn't work out, and it 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 never works out, and 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 I feel bad because I know there are younger people watching that, and I don't want to like teach them how to cuss and stuff like that, but at the same time, I I feel like that shouldn't be my responsibility either. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm coming up a little this year, but I, I just feel like I, I shouldn't have to change how I make videos because of who's watching. I should just make the videos that I always wanted to make, and that's the way it's fun for me, and that's that's more important to me. Well, I, it's interesting that you said you tried. Yeah. You know, was that an external pressure or just something that you felt like you wanted to try to do? External, yeah. Oh, but, really? Yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend doesn't like me swearing. Uh, oh, that's yeah. okay. That kind yeah. of external. I'll, I'll try to swear in Swedish instead. That helps. <laughs> when she's like, I can't, when I can't understand it, that's better. <laughs> well, like, so say, she, same in my videos. People love when I cuss in Swedish. So, but she wasn't but, like, save the kids' ears. She was like, save my ears. I don't like it. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, that, well, no. No, it wasn't so much in videos. It was, well, I, like I felt bad. I know there's a, like... So I don't want to be the guy who cusses a lot. I don't like that I cuss a lot either, I would say. So, yeah. But it didn't take. You tried it. it just didn't I tried take. it. I even had like this electric shock collar from like a dog. <laughs> and I would shock myself every time <laughs> um, I cuss. Well, I think you needed another person to do that. That's, that was your... <laughs> yeah, you need, I did. You need, yeah, you need Masia there to do that for you. I know, I know, I know. But she wasn't available at the time. But was that in a video? I was. That was a video. Electric shock collar challenge. I'm sure that got it. it few million <laughs> it, it did it's a pretty funny thumbnail uh <laughs> well let's talk I, okay, yeah. go ahead no i don't know i upped the um, uh, what is it called the current oh yeah yeah uh each time Ooh. and it got really bad oh, I, yeah. I don't Those understand how crazy. yeah we've been shocked by a number of things i bet you have <laughs> <laughs> Um, Got to get those views <laughs> now. Uh, from, do it for the views. From the, I want to talk about the business side too. Okay, uh, sure. Because uh, it's do no care it's, about that. Here? It, it's no <laughs> it's no mystery that you're making money hand over fist. That's yeah, how, that, that's how this works. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so I mean, how how does that uh, how does that change your life? And is that just like oh, well, this is I don't know how to manage this. Um, my lifestyle not much. I would say. But it, it like I remember when I started off making YouTube, like I was flipping burgers. I didn't have money enough to visit my girlfriend. We we lived in the slums, and uh, all that stuff. So I wouldn't say much have changed, but it it the pressure of having to worry about if you can pay the rent or not that's gone, and that's amazing to not do having that pressure. I would say. What did you go out and have a splurge thing that you were like? What's a splurge? Like a I'm buying a. Ferrari or I'm a really, helicopter. I'm, I'm so boring. I, 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 a helicopter. I'm very, I, I would love to you buy a helicopter. Buy, well, you should look into it. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's buy a helicopter. I'll, I'll, I can fly to LA. It's great. Yeah, it takes a while in a it helicopter. It probably takes I, a while. <laughs> I don't know if you can cross the ocean in it. Has I, anyone I, attempted that? Well, plus I'd recommend you get someone else to fly the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, That's you, just a tip. Yeah, you I need a pilot too. Buy the pilot with the thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably do that. But no. Was there a I'm, big ticket item? I got my computer. That's, I'm, <laughs> I'm a nerd. Like that's all I want. I want my computer, and the rest is I'm good. Like I can. I don't care about much else. Right. So, yeah. No. Now, I'm, I don't know. And what about you know? I know you've said in the past that okay, I'm not really, I'm not really interested in the branded video thing. <laughs> I used to be so worried about branded stuff. Like I would used to be so worried what people would think, and like 
the word sellout, if people would call me that, I would that would just be like the worst thing ever. But then I realized people are calling me sellout even if I don't even do branded stuff. Yeah. I can literally promote stuff that I just love. And people are like, how much do they pay you to link this? Yeah, right. Uh, so I was like, well, f- it. I'll just do stuff that seems fun. And that's been great. I, I love it. Like I, I did the thing where I got to go to the catacombs and do like a horror set mm-hmm. there. And if it opens up cooler opportunities and why the f- not? Like I, I don't. Yeah, I got over right. that. I, it's not that bad. People, people are so they have the wrongest idea of what a sellout is. Like if 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 I get labeled that, then it's usually for the wrong things. So it's like right. whatever. I don't know. Right. I'm a sellout. Here you go. <laughs> or, uh, well, you're talking. We, or, uh, you're talking to two sellouts. So. <laughs> I guess one other thing in the business category is you're signed with Maker, uh-huh. but why would you need to be signed with a multi-channel network in general? Um, the thing about gamers is we're kind of uh, forced into a network. YouTube doesn't want to partner up gaming channels. So I was kind of forced into a contract with Machinima. That's the only way I could have ever... And that was like, like amazing when that came. Like, oh, holy shit, I can monetize my videos, finally. Like mm-hmm. I, and that's because of the licensing of the videos? Yeah, the, the licensing of the video games. No one yeah. wants to take that. So they make the networks do that and then... You know, there was a lot of bad stuff with that and all that stuff. So, yeah. Um, well, what, yeah, what... So, what was, the con- like, what was the conclusion of that? That Was there a... You have to share a certain amount with the video games? I don't know anything about that. Um, well, the, the bad thing about it was that the contracts said that it was perpetual. So, you would literally sign off, like, forever your channel to this company. Or whatever, and they would take a large cut out of your paycheck, and that's the only way you could monetize make your any money. Yeah, so it was, and they were like the only thing. So it was a really bad thing, and it's a shame. Hmm. I would say for for and 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 it's still pretty bad for smaller channels because they're forced into networks. They don't have much. Yeah, but there hasn't necessarily been a resolution to the whole copyright. I mean, there was a fallout. Stuff. I don't know if you heard about that. There was like a big fallout a couple months back. YouTube changed something, and then all of a sudden, people's videos were flagged left and right hmm. like crazy. Like half of their videos would get taken down because uh, they got flagged by these random gaming companies. And even the gaming companies didn't even know it was happening because YouTube changed something and it got messed up. Did that affect you? Uh, luckily, no. Because I, I'm, I'm a big channel. I'm more protected. <laughs> uh-huh. That's that's a good thing about the networks. They they would help with that, but they wouldn't help everyone with that. So it was kind of a chaos, I would say. Okay. Yeah. But basically, it's YouTube takes a certain percentage of ad revenue associated with every one of your videos. Yeah. And then with a normal creator with no copyright issues, they would take the remaining percentage themselves. Yeah. And maybe c- cut in an MCN if you wanted to work through an MCN. Yeah. But for if you're playing a video game, yeah. the video game maker gets no. some percentage. No, 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 no. no. It's, it, it's kind of... Uh, the video game maker doesn't make any money off of your videos. Well, he makes money of the sales, or she makes extra money of the sales. That hopefully Because you're promoting the video. I am. To give yeah, the game. Yeah, I've made a lot of games successful. Like, I sounded a little like that, but I, it's true. There has there's been... No doubt. Absolutely yeah, no doubt. Yeah, there's been a lot of games that... Like, Skate 3, for example, they had to... That's like a five-year-old game or something like that yeah. and they're restocking those right now because well it's uh, it's interesting like an argument could be made that oh uh if guys like us put 
a certain product in the video, yeah, and uh, which people will pay us to do. Yeah, uh, it, it's like the, without getting permission, the product is mad about yeah. that because more yeah. people then go buy the product. I mean, that's yeah. it, that's a, it, that's it, a it is a bit of an awkward thing, I would say. I mean, in in some sense, it kind of makes sense that they would get paid because we're kind of using their craft to like my videos would not exist without their game. Like, there's no way they they'd be fine without me. But uh, even though they benefit a lot without me, they'd be fine without me. I wouldn't be able yeah, to go but it's, without them. So right, but it's the, it's I mutually like, beneficial. Yeah, it is. I de- it's definitely mutual. But I still feel like I sh- I have to be humble to that fact. That well, yeah, well, the, well, the, that's the thing. No matter how big you get or YouTube gets, yeah. Um, if if they decide, listen, we're we are going to mm-hmm. fight this battle and we're going to say no, we're going to file a copyright claim for every. They could yeah. shut it down. Yeah, but that that would never happen. There would still be people who realize, okay, this guy can play my game. That would be huge for yeah. me. So they would let me, and they, YouTube couldn't take control out of that. So, so the games that you're playing, and pretty much across YouTube, the games that everyone's playing, they're not the those video game manufacturers or whoever is involved in that, whatever they own. They're not getting a part of your ad revenue. No. Your response is, well, they're just they're getting free promotion from yeah. me. Yeah. So that's the flip side of it. Yeah. But does this impact what games you decide to play and what not to play, um, personally or professionally? <laughs> the thing is like I have very different tastes of games uh what I play uh for YouTube and myself. Uh-huh. I, I like something more engaging and more story driven and stuff like that, but that usually doesn't do well on YouTube. But at the same time it's more fun to make commentary over really dumb games. Uh-huh. At the same so that's usually what I end up doing. So you you choose based on it's kind uh, of co- the comedy and your perform the yeah. best you can get yeah. the best performance and exactly. And get the best performing videos, uh-huh. but it's not a business decision. Uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm technically, not gonna, it is. I mean, that's what well. It's a bit in terms of I'm I'm not gonna use this game because I don't want to promote them. Oh, or I that, I want to promote. It happens, this game. but not very not often enough that I would like know anything to say about it. Mm-hmm. It happens, yeah. So, looking into the future, mm-hmm. you kind of hinted at. I can't do this forever. What yeah. I mean, what do we expect? Should we expect more? Should we expect different? Should we expect the same? Uh, Should we just be waiting same, for you to old, quit? Same old. You're gonna retire? <laughs> like in the next six months? Are you just I, gonna I, say I, that's I, it? No, no. It's we're not. We're not. I'm not there. I'm just saying. I I I would love for someone else to take the number one, and I can kind of just do my own thing, but not so much in the spotlight. Who's gonna do that? I don't know. Can someone just? <laughs> I mean, do you look at the charts and you're you like, "You guys can do it. You guys are doing well." Not, no, it's not going to happen. We're not going to do that. <laughs> Please. So you don't have a prediction um, or a uh, secret well, hope. Honestly, what I think is going to happen is next year I'm probably going to have to get an editor, and I'm probably going to have to look at it differently for for my sanity. <laughs> I oh, would say, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, um, I think yeah, I'm planning next year to do make that move, but yeah. That, that's only in two months. Yeah. Maybe three months. Yeah. I'm not good at math yeah. or calendar. So that's your New Year's resolution is to <laughs> get some help. Uh, well, yeah. I want to, I want to, like, because I spend all my time editing. That's where all my, my time just slinks away. I could easily mm-hmm. record a lot during one day and just be fine for a week. But I have to edit it, and that takes so much time so if you succeeded that what are you going to do with that time um different types of videos or I, I personal wish I, could, uh, I wish i could say 
Oh, so there is a something yeah, you just can't definitely. say. Definitely, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Now we're <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I, I I wish I could like talk about it. But, but so we have a we we can expect a big project from PewDiePie yeah. in 2015. Mm -hmm. that, that's exciting. Yeah, should be fun. I'm excited. Is it going to be on your channel? Um, I don't know. I want to be. It could be. It could not be. <laughs> Is it going to be on our channel? I hope so. Okay, all right. <laughs> no. yeah, it's in a lot of air biscuits. We get to the point at the end where we just start asking questions, and sometimes it. I feel like we're not well equipped to ask great questions here, but it's probably, it is probably a movie, like a totally <laughs> different type of movie. That's going to be my guess. No, it's not. Oh, it's mm. not. I don't have any interest. Oh, in it's that. Uh, it's a video game, Link. It's but, a yeah. big. <laughs> It's it's video the PewDiePie game. video game. That's yep. pretty. That's yep. I mean, I'm probably gonna do that, but that's not it. But yeah, <laughs> I'm probably gonna do that. I would love to make a video game. That's like been my goal from the beginning. Like, that's is it why in I wanted my channel to grow? No, it's not. I have, why not? I don't know. I, like, it's I want to find someone who's equally passionate about making it as I am, and that's really hard. <laughs> right, you've got to find a well qualified. Right. Do you have an idea? Do you know what it would be? Oh, I have I have like three games that I want to make. <laughs> One would be a horror game because that's yeah. what I do. It makes sense, but it would be more uh, story driven and character interesting because mm -hmm. I feel like that's what a, horror, a lot of games lack. They're just they're just trying to spook you and that's it, and it's kind of boring after mm -hmm. a while. Mm -hmm. I want something with more depth um, and try to scare you in ways that really hasn't been tried before. Um, feel like yeah. people do the jump scares and that's it. It's kind of getting kind of old. I want something new, and I feel like there's some explored, unexplored areas there. Oh, okay. Um, and then I want to make uh, the PewDiePie game <laughs> for the for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, what I, would that look like? It would probably be a rage game, like just <laughs> something to piss you off or something. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, but you're not going to get to making those until you do the big project that you can't tell us about that we so. haven't yet yeah. guessed, I so like we should keep one, trying. One step at a time. I, I get overwhelmed by just answering emails, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, man, uh, it's been great to get to know you and hear your story. And um, Yeah, I feel like I've just been talking a lot. I would love to hear you guys talk. Well, we'll come on your podcast, we'll on your which podcast. is oh, yeah. the thing that you're doing. I just 2015. <laughs> I have a podcast. Well, we'll gladly come on it. It's the Broken Podcast. Yeah, I'd love to have you guys over great okay yeah done well cool. sign the table thanks again for coming in man. i'm yeah. signing right now thank you so much i'm glad to be here it's an honor to write this signature that I'm doing right now. it's almost done and there you have it our conversation with the most popular person on the platform what a conversation. You know, uh, someone who has experienced so much success, I definitely, a lot of our questions were around, you know, what do you think about this, all this success? H how is it impacting you? How do you process this? Mm -hmm. And I definitely get the sense as we asked him those questions that, well, he still is processing it. Uh, th this, is, this is a process that he continues to experience. Yeah, it's it's, uncharted territory to the max. I mean, how could you have anticipated, how could anyone have anticipated, and this is not to denigrate anything that he's achieved or or 
his work on his channel, but how could anyone have anticipated the massive level of success? Um, I I get the impression that he didn't either, you know? And that he isn't necessarily interested in maintaining that success, at least at the level that he's at right now. He virtually, well, he essentially invited someone to come and take the number one spot. He doesn't want the number one spot on YouTube. Right, and, but that's not gonna be easy. I mean, the next personality on the list is Ola Soy Herman, and then Smosh right underneath him, uh, and they're each at 19.5 million subscribers and 18.9, so basically, you know, 10 million subscribers below PewDiePie. So that's not a number that's easily made up. It's lonely at the top. That They say that for a reason, and you know, I think that as he's still processing it, he still seems like you look at the comments thing, and I think it's a perfect example of he's he's operating as a as a user as a normal creator, you know, not operating as the as the number one creator on in the world kind of a thing. He's operating in the way that he wants. He wants to interact with comments in a certain way. He want to he wants to interact with his audience. Yep. It's not that he's making decisions as number one, and you know? also he's not an enterprise. To his credit. He is an enterprise, but he does not function as an enterprise. He is he is an individual. He's a dude. He's a dude who's the number one personality on YouTube. And you can let this dude know what you think of this Ear Biscuit. Please hashtag Ear Biscuits and let Felix know at PewDiePie, PewDiePie, D-I-E-P-I-E, with a P-E-W in front of it. I always spell things totally like in, in a way mis- that in doesn't way, right. it's totally unhelpful. It doesn't connect the dots for At me. At PewDiePie and let him know you what already you know how it's spelled of his story. Okay, and uh, that brings season one of Ear Biscuits to a close. Uh, the collection, my collection of season one, series one of Ear Biscuits, is now complete with with a little Felix sliding in there. And by saying season one is coming to a close, what that is essentially saying is that. Well, there will be a season two. When will that happen? Well, we aren't going to tell you that right now uh, because we are still making decisions about that, but we will let you know. You can rest assured that we will let you know via Facebook, Twitter, Good Mythical Morning, all the ways that we communicate with you uh, normally. Just make sure you're following us there and you will have a heads up to know when Ear Biscuit season two is going to start. And I'm not gonna say that you can provide input into uh, how Ear Biscuits should be retooled, if in any way. But hey, you're the audience, and you have opinions, and I'm not gonna deny you the right to communicate those with us, hashtag Ear Biscuits, um, but I'm not gonna make any promises that we're gonna, we're gonna deliver on, on any of those suggestions. But you can, you can suggest a way. I mean, there's a couple of things that we can rule out from the beginning. I mean, things like. We're not gonna do it in flight. Do it in flight, okay. We're not gonna like mm. be recording these while hovering weightless. I was just gonna in say, space. like we'll probably keep doing it in English. That's one thing I think is safe to say. Um, it'll probably still be me and Link hmm. doing it. There was talk for a while of Link taking a week, then me taking a week. Actually, there was never, there wasn't. never talk of that at all. That please, could be please, don't, please don't suggest that. Uh, it'll be the two of us, it will be in English. Uh, those are some things that you can count on. Uh, we get, we want change the name of it to Beer Iskits. No, Beer Iskits is not is taken already because that's what we were going to call it, and then we went with Ear Biscuits. 
Right. Uh, and when I say it'll be me and Link, I mean it'll be us and then it'll be other people too, just like it has been. Um, unless it's not. Unless right? it's not, unless it's you know two other, maybe five other people. Can we make it any clearer that <laughs> we haven't thought about this yet? Yeah. Um, we have to discuss this offline. Or we could keep discussing it here and not only get nowhere, but confuse everybody. Let's take this conversation offline. That's another thing that people say in the business world. Or off air. Yeah. I got a hard stop on this conversation. I we gotta really gotta get a 30,000 foot view on this situation and then we can make some decisions and really uh, the rebel will, will meet the road. <laughs> the rebel will meet the, the rubble. <laughs> what? The, the rubble. The rubber will meet the road. All right, guys. That's the promise. And Rebels my... <laughs> will meet roads. Rubble. When you say something like rubble and you're meaning rubble, like with a R U B B L E, it doesn't sound stupid. But if you think that I'm saying rubber and I say rubble, I sound stupid. Well, <laughs> and let's not limit it to that statement. All right. See you, season two.